Welcome to the first ever Sikich University podcast. I'm your host for this episode, Ethan Martin, and I'll be bringing you some incredible content today on a series that we're calling Aligning Virtual Teams. In this first episode, we'll be discussing how to structure your communication to maximize your team's impact. I'm an external coach that works with the learning and development team to bring you the incredible course content you find in Sikich University. The team at Sikich has spent a lot of time developing content that can help you maximize your leadership and maximize your individual impact, both at work and at home. But in this series, we wanted to change our approach a little bit because we know right now is a specifically busy time for most of us at the organization. And so instead of asking you to attend a webinar or a live training that's an hour and a half long, we decided to chunk this content down into short five to 10 minute snippets so that you can digest it on your schedule in your day. Aligning our teams virtually has become more important than ever. And so we didn't want to waste any time giving you this incredible content as quickly as possible. So over the next several minutes, we're going to cover some basics in structuring your communication to help your team show up with more impact in this virtual first environment. This content is specifically developed for people leaders to help you maximize your team, but don't tune out if you're not a people leader. If you're not a people leader, you can actually partner with your manager or leadership team to help better structure communication for yourself and those around you. Because these are basic truths that help organizations across the country get more done in the virtual first space. See, for a long time, many of us thought that we might go back to a normal life relatively quickly. And so at the very beginning of a virtual first environment, we really kept things pretty similar to how they were in the office or maybe made some dramatic changes to shift into this new environment. But now that this environment's more of the day to day, I have found many of the companies and teams that I work with across the country are kind of falling back on bad habits. And so we wanted to create some content here to help you get fresh ideas and new perspective on how to align your team virtually. We're going to cover three core topics. The first topic we're going to cover is the cadence and timing of your communication. The second topic we're going to cover is some general tips and tricks on how to communicate most effectively. And the third thing we're going to discuss is something that we're going to call a team charter. And the team charter is a tool that we're going to explain today, but go into greater detail in another podcast as a way to bring your team and rally them around a central set of ideas and ways of working. Before we dive in, I want you to press pause and do a quick mental audit. On a scale of one to five, one being the worst, five being the best, how effective is your current communication structure with your team? Question two, how effective does your team think the current communication structure is? Question three, what's getting in the way of getting fives on both of those scores between where you are now as a leader and where you want your team to be? Are you communicating too much or too little? Is your communication too clear and too specific and it takes way too long or too unclear and you're getting in and out of meetings way too quickly? I want you to really spend some time thinking about where can you grow as a communicator with your teams? And if you're not a people leader, where can you grow in communicating with your leader more effectively? In this environment, it's so easy to fall into bad routines because what I'm finding is most of our days are getting busier and busier and busier. And that's even before tax season. We're booking meetings back to back to back to back. And some days it's even hard to find time to eat lunch, let alone fill up your water or take a walk or do personal activities that help brighten your day. So 
The first thing we're going to talk about is the timing and the cadence of your team meetings. How often are you meeting all together as a team? At a bare minimum, I'm going to suggest that you meet one time per week, at least for 45 minutes, where your team has enough time to digest really big issues, things that are going on, and reflect. Now, the best teams that I know meet for a really short period of time at the beginning of the week, say 15 to 30 minutes, set strategy aligned so they can move forward, and then towards the end of the week, say Thursday, they have their longer all-team meeting where they get together and talk about big topics and big rocks. On top of the two team meetings, one of the things I'm seeing is the most effective out there is scheduling one-on-ones that are at least 30 minutes with each of your team members every week. Now, I know for some of you managers and leaders, that's a big ask. So they can go down to 15 minutes or maybe they're every two weeks, but scheduling that one-on-one time is really, really important and here's why. In the office, we can run into each other. We can have discussions. We might be sitting next to each other or we might be in the same meetings. In the virtual first environment, I'm seeing so many teams lose that one-on-one time. And even if you think you've communicated well with your team through the week, having that one-on-one space to communicate is really, really important. I suggest making sure that you continually ask your team, are we meeting too much or too little? Is this helpful or is this a hindrance? And checking in often will help your team continue to refine that communication cadence and length. Now let's jump to some tips and tricks. First, create space for open dialogue. Ask open-ended questions at least once in every team meeting that you're in. Whether it's your stand-up meeting at the beginning of the week, your longer team meeting towards the middle of the week, or your one-on-one. Make sure you're keeping open-ended questions. I like to ask four And maybe not all four every meeting, but I like to get to all four in a month. The questions are this, what's working well? What's not working very well? What's missing and what's confusing? For my weekly team meeting with the team that I lead, I actually have them fill out that matrix every week to report back in the meeting and we'll we'll glean over highlights and we'll talk through some tools to do that in another episode. But leaving open-ended questions creates discussion Oftentimes, I'm finding that right now in this virtual environment, we're going into meetings with way too strong an agenda, and then it ends up hurting us because we don't have the open dialogue that we used to have. Next, track your communication in a consistent place. Make sure that you have a running document, whether it's in Microsoft Word or whether it's on a mirror board that we're going to show you later. Make sure you're keeping all your communications in a central place. And and that each meeting is building off the other in both to-dos, takeaways. Next, make sure you're giving your team members time in advance to think through what you're going to discuss. Especially for those twice-a-week team meetings, it's really important to have, even if it's a wireframe agenda that just covers the three bullet points you're going to cover, giving your teams a little bit of time to prep and what you're going to ask is really crucial, especially for some of our introverts on the team that need more time to think about what they're doing. Next. Make sure you're being really clear in what's going on at an organizational level. I know as people leaders, oftentimes we're in meetings that our teams just aren't in. Oftentimes we're hearing things at a level that our teams aren't hearing them. Meanwhile, during a pandemic, it might be the most important time ever for every team member to know where the company's headed and understand their role and what's happening. So make sure you're painfully clear about what's happening at a leadership level, at an organizational level, and making sure that every employee on your team understands the role they're playing in that bigger picture. This one might seem silly, but make sure there's time to bond. 
Make sure that every time you meet with your team, make sure that every time you meet with your team, both individually and as a group, it's not just all business. Make sure that there's time for fun and jokes and laughter and whether that's a meme competition or you start off with a funny joke or you tell the funniest thing that happened this weekend. Make sure that people are communicating openly and having time to bond. Again, I'm finding our calendars are condensing. The breaks between meetings are getting shorter and we're getting this Zoom fatigue. Make sure that we're communicating in a way that helps our teams bond more effectively because we can't take that time for granted anymore. And finally, Make sure you're keeping meeting notes, not just in a centralized place, but in a way that can build upon each other. Make sure that the to-dos from a meeting are posted to the group. Make sure that the notes of the next meeting are posted in advance. And having a piece of technology that can help you unify that is really important. Again, we're going to have a specific episode that's built on the best tools out there right now that are simple, easy, and intuitive to help you do this for your team. And the final thing I want to talk to you about is building a team charter. I think most of us as leaders know that we should have a team charter for our team, but I know most of the teams that I work with don't have one. And every charter should have at least five core pieces of information. The first is a mission and core values for your team. This can be a really fun exercise to do for your team while you're working virtually. I know things are busy, but dedicating five to 10 minutes per team meeting to discuss mission and values is a really important piece to help your team buy into the vision you're going towards even during the busiest seasons. Next is your ways of working. How do you communicate? How do you work most effectively together? Having an open and honest discussion with your team members about this is really important. Again, most leaders have great intentions here, but we take for granted that we understand how our team prefers to communicate. Opening up that discussion and putting it down on paper, you might be shocked to see what comes up. Next is make sure that you have big rocks and OKRs, whether it's team specific goals or goals that were put down by the company in a form of an OKR. Make sure that your team understands in a centralized place where your team's headed in the next year. Next, elect team officials to play specific roles in meetings. Make sure you have a note taker that rotates. Make sure you have someone that keeps the conversation on track. Make sure you have a devil's advocate that can challenge common thinking and make sure that they feel comfortable to raise their hand and say, hey, are we sure we're thinking about the right thing? Make sure you set specific roles and we'll actually have a whole separate podcast episode on building out this team charter and what we mean here. And finally, make sure you really clearly put swim lanes in your team charter. Who's in charge of what? Who does what when? And how does everyone share the workload on the team? and making sure that we're cross-referencing the workload at the team level, not individual tasks, but the corporate tasks that we all do together, whether it's a meeting we go to or whether it's a piece of content that we update, make sure that there's an agreement that those basic responsibilities are shared corporately. So that's our first podcast episode covering how to structure communication for maximum impact. First, make sure you have regular weekly team meetings. I suggest two a week a short one at the beginning of the week and a little bit longer one at the middle of the week and weekly one-on-ones with your team members, even if they're quick. It's so easy to think that those aren't necessary, but I promise you they are. But make sure you're asking your team consistently, are we meeting enough or are we meeting too much? Get their feedback open and honest. Next, we covered some tips and tricks on how to best maximize those communications and we'll make sure that those are embedded in the description of the podcast and finally we covered the basics of a team charter and again in the coming weeks we'll be launching an episode specifically about creating a team charter so keep an eye out for that 
I'm your host, Ethan Martin. I'm so excited to go on this journey with you. And if you have any questions about the content that we covered today, feel free to email me or another member of the learning and development team at Sickich because we're here to help you. Thanks for tuning into this podcast and we'll see you next week.